My prayer, Father God, as always, override my preparation, Father God. I might uh, wrote something in my, my sermon outline, Father God, but you want something also, God. Father, help me. I pray that the Holy Spirit will just work in me, O God, and just talk to me, O God. May your words, Father, not mine, and cover me with your blood. May your people, O God, see you, not me. Thank you, Father God. Forgive our sins, Father God. Take anything, sins, that will hinder us from worshiping you through hearing your words, O God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, before we start, I just want to review you guys, okay? Ask you something what we have discussed last week. Okay, the four marks of spiritual dwarfism. The first one, what is it? Unable to listen. listen. Number two, unable to educate. Okay, unable to educate himself or others. Number three, unable to uh, anticipate or discern. Does, uh, and number four, unable to disciple. Good for you that you have a <laughs> note. Do you have a note there, sister? Yes, yes praise God for that. <laughs> okay, uh, if, if you are having trouble remembering that, just remember the word lead. Okay, uh, spiritual dwarfism cannot or will not lead God's people because they are unable to listen, unable to educate, unable to anticipate, and unable to disciple. Now, since this November we're talking about discipleship, we will focus discipleship in sharing God's word. Okay? So my, the title of the message today, I will not say my message, God's message is Commitment to Excellence in Sharing Jesus. Commitment to Excellence in Sharing Jesus. Last night, uh, I was wondering, what is the meaning of excellence? You know, of course I know. But uh, I, if, you, if you don't know or if you're in doubt, the best thing to do is Google it, right? That's, that's, the, that's one uh, technology or the internet has given us. Uh, what is the meaning of excellence? The dictionary defines it with this. The quality of being outstanding or extremely good. In our society today, people in our society today, people are pushing themselves to the limits of their physical and mental ability. The hunger for discovering new level of breakpoint in in excellence. That's how human beings were created. That's why you see every day there are new inventions. Every day there are people excelling in their chosen career. And you know our history, because we pray for excellence, our ancestors became settlers from being a nomad. From, an, uh, from Nipahat to skyscrapers, skyscrapers, okay from medicinal herb to modern medicine. 
we almost excel in everything. And uh, I was watching National Geographic one time, and uh, I remember the, the word, uh, the, 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 the doubts of people that uh, to, to nail Armstrong, that someday he will reach the moon. And he did. He excelled. It's very cool. And uh, there, are, there are lots of ways where we can be excellent. Not all are the same. Even our children. Your children. I don't have a children. <laughs> Hope. That, that's, a, that's a prophetic message for me. <laughs> okay. Even your children, they have, you know, they have a different kind or different level being in an being excellent uh, kid. And uh, maybe you know or, or some are excellent in math. And maybe you know someone who can solve mathematical problems without using calculators while us having trouble, you know, solving these problems and they are just, just one click of a finger and then they can solve it. Or maybe you know people excellent in music, like Beethoven, is, uh, is that right, Beethoven? Mozart, Bach, and Kenny G. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> okay. We may not understand how they wrote their music, but we can feel their emotion when, they, when we listen to their classical music, right? And some people are excellent in painting, like Michelangelo, who painted the famous painting at Sistine Chapel ceiling. I have never seen that uh, painting, but they say one of the wonders of painting. And of course, we have our own Juan Luna, who painted the famous Espolarium when he was in Madrid. And some people are excellent in speech. And I'm, I know I'm not, I don't belong there. <laughs> like Martin Luther King Jr., who is famous in his speech, I have a dream. And you know what? As I was uh, finishing my sermon, and I'm sorry, Brother Bob, uh, I was not there yesterday. <laughs> uh, I was pondering who's, who are the people I know who excel in a, in a certain or in a, in a sport or something like that. And I remember a person who excel in track and field sport. I, was, I, I told this to, to Brother Alfeo last time. He was born in a poor family in the Philippines, but that challenge in life did not hinder him to finish college. You know what he did? Early in the morning, he will sell kakanin or sticky rice in the market. Then after that, he will go to school. He will practice in the oval for an hour or so, then go to his class. Every weekdays, this has been his routine. His sacrifices were rewarded by many victories in that sport. He was a member of the Philippine team, and one of his priceless possessions was his record in Southeast Asian Games. And his name is Marlon Pagalilawan. And I will tell you uh, the story 
in a while. And uh, what do you think is the common link of these people who excel in their chosen career? This word, the word top, T-O-P, they want to be the best. They want to be the top guy in what they do. Now, as a Christian, how can we become excellent in calling as a witness, in our calling as a witness of Christ? How can we share the word of God like the apostles did in the New Testament? How can we be top witnesses of Jesus? Before we start reading uh, Jeremiah chapter, four, uh, chapter 1 verse 4 and 10, I want you to remember this word. I, uh, I don't know if I put that in, in, my, in my PowerPoint, but I want you to remember these words. I want to be a top witness of Christ. Can you repeat that after me? I want to be a top witness of Christ. Okay, remember those words, okay? Let us read Je Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 10. Brother Alan, next slide, please. Okay. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you and declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. <coughs> Wonderful uh, assurance for <coughs> Jeremiah by God. In order for us to be top witness of Christ, first we need to trust the Lord. First, we need to trust the Lord. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test. First, we need to trust Jesus Christ that the salvation we have in His name is for eternity and is real. If we doubt that salvation that we have received from Him is not true, and if we doubt that precious day that we have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we cannot share the gospel of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the wonderful, the wonderful good news, or the good news of that salvation. 
How can we share salvation if we ourselves are in doubt? Can we share the good news if you are doubting? Anyone here? Can, can you share something or, or some, something you believe but you are doubting? Can you share that to your friend? If you are doubting, you cannot share the gospel. You cannot share God's love. We are just fooling ourselves. And of course, still, though we are doubting, God can still use us. But you know what? Doubt, that is Satan's work. He wants to give you doubt. A, a little, you know, questions in your mind that will, will grow big and then will just question, you'll just question God. Yeah, I, I think God is, you know, it's really salvation uh, is for eternity, you know. If I die, am I going to heaven? When doubt strikes, go back to his promises. Remember John 10, 25 to 30, when he says that the, the, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, the scribes were asking Jesus Christ who he is and who he, and then he just said that, you know, the salvation that I am giving you is for eternity. I'll read uh, John chapter 10, verse 25 to 30. Jesus replied, I have already told you and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my Father's name. But you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my Father has given them to me and He is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. If you are doubting and if Satan is testing you, go back to his promise. The salvation that you have received is for eternity. And God said, the Lord Jesus Christ said, that no one can snatch us away from Him. No one, even Satan. Our salvation is, our, the foundation of our salvation is strong. It cannot be shaken. And of course, if, if we know that a person who don't listen, he's claiming that he's a Christian, but he's not listening to the voice of our God. What did he say? My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Those who don't believe, those who don't listen to God's word, and yet they claim that they are Christian. I, I'm not saying this, the Bible is. They don't belong to the Father. And in John chapter 5, verse uh, 24, says 
says there that I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. And of course, the famous John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. When you believe, you have eternal life. And don't be like these teachers of the law, scribes and priests who boast that they are the descendants of Abraham. In Luke chapter 3 verse 8, can you... Okay, next, just click. Luke chapter 3 verse 8 says, Prove by, by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, We are safe, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Here, the teachers of the law, the scribes, the priests, are boasting to John the Baptist. And they are boasting to to, to John, they're saying, we don't need Jesus Christ or, or what you are saying. We are descendants of, of our father, the great father, Abraham, who received the promise of God. The problem with these teachers of the law and scribes is that they put their trust in Abraham, thinking that they will be saved because of their relationship with him. They didn't realize that Jesus, who is Christ, is the one promised to them. And, of course, to us. That is, that is why John the Baptist told them that God can create children of Abraham, even from this very stone. I was, I was fascinated with uh, Louis Giglio's uh, message, How Great Is Our God. We just... We just uh, sang it a while ago. And uh, Louis Giglio is a Christian and, of course, uh, what's that? Astronomer who, who studied uh, the stars and the sun and everything. Astronomers, right? They're not astrologers. He said that uh, he recorded uh, videos of different animals, and one of the videos is that. Uh, the whale was singing and and one of the video is and the stars are just bursting and they are just like in in a choir doing their their worship for the Lord God created everything and the, and they are giving worship to God. And that's why if I go to, to work and just sit there, I hear the wind, the stars, you know, I see the stars. No, I, I don't hear the stars. I hear the, the, the wind, I see the stars. 
I just praise God that, you know, God in His awesomeness, He created all this for us to enjoy and for us to, to really appreciate God as, a, as our Creator. How would you know if you are trusting the Lord? First, in Acts chapter 26, verse 20, says that, But declare first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing the deed in keeping with, with their repentance. First, oh, I almost said sinabi <laughs> uh, I promise my wife I will be fast today and uh, my sermon will be short because uh, last time I preached one hour and some. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, first, you have trusted the Lord when you repented. People who trusted the Lord are those who repented from their sins. First, we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the author of our salvation. And then we receive that, give, that gift of salvation, which is the forgiveness of our sin. Now, because of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have eternal life. We have, re- we have repented from our sin and turned to God. Uh, the, the easiest way to explain this is this, uh, the 180 degrees principle. Do you know that? Okay. Uh, this is my life before getting hot in here. <laughs> okay, this is my life before. I was uh, the old Christopher. I'm not going to use uh, anyone else. So this is Christopher. My life before I knew Christ, this is my life. I am a great liar. I deceive people. I steal. And I love doing bad things I don't go to class that's the reason why I'm having a problem with my grammar and uh, and everything math and everything I don't write when when my teacher is telling us okay write this in your notebook I don't write I write I I have how many subjects do I have eight I think or nine I have eight secretaries I'll just give it to them okay uh, at the end of the day just give it back to me or at the end of the month, because our teachers will, will check our notebook, I'll just get it. And then, that's my life. But when, I, when, when my mom shared the gospel to me, and I believed it, this is me, and then I just turned to God. You know, I, I leave everything because I know God is greater than everything that I have. Uh, I want to be I want to be a computer programmer or what's that? A computer science. I want to ha- I want to, to uh, when I was in, in college I want to enroll in computer science. But uh, and then I, I I took the entrance examination. And guess what? I failed the exam. And, and uh, the guidance counselor told me, oh, okay, get this, uh, this course first, and then you'll transfer after a semester. 
you get education first, you know, oh, I, I was thinking, is that where, where people, you know, after flunking the, the first, the, the entrance examination, they go to the education department? No, I, and I said, no, I want, I want, no, I, I'm, I'm very, I was just, you know, maybe the, the guidance counselor is just, you know, thinking in other ways. But, you know, uh, I lost my thought. <laughs> Okay, um, I, I failed that, that in, 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 uh, examination and oh, I was really crying and then I, I, I told my mom, ah, I don't want to go to school anymore. But, you know, and I, he, she said, just take this uh, nursing course. <laughs> you know, parents are... are <laughs> and then, okay, okay. Uh, and then I, I took the, the nursing uh, course and I took the examination and guess what? I passed. <laughs> <laughs> the, and um, of course I, and then, you know, promises. Uh, my professors at the time, they were nurses also and then they have, you know, you know if, if, you, if you finish your nursing school, you'll, you'll be rich and you'll go to America and then you'll have this and then that and, you know. They're, they're wrong. <laughs> I, wish they can, I wish I can see them and talk to them. Not, you teach me something else, you know. Yeah. Well, um, that, that was my life before. I want to be rich. I want to have a big house. I want to have a beautiful wife, uh, a model type wife, a car in my garage, four cars. My wife is so beautiful, the best wife in my life. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, she's, she's God's best for me. <laughs> and uh, I praise God for her life. And um, I lost my <laughs> uh, That's my life, you know. And I want everything. Uh, but when God called me in the ministry, I don't know, I think I, I told you this story. But you know, when I, I, God called me to ministry, I have told God in my prayer, Lord, I will never, if I, if I, if I will say yes to your, prom, to, your, to your calling, my mansion will be a nipahat. My car will be a tricycle because we have a, tri a lot of tricycles in the Philippines. I will, I, I will not have this opportunity to travel uh, around the world. But God has something else in my life. And then he said, Son, just don't rely on that material thing. Just trust in me. When you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you have trusted the Lord that He can do anything, everything. And secondly, you are trusting the Lord if in Jeremiah chapter 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 4 and 6, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nation. 
Then I said, Ah, Lord, ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. Uh, I don't know how many of you use these verses as your, you know, as God's promise for you. I don't know. Uh, I see these verses every time, uh, you know, every day in, 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 in Facebook. That when they have a problem, they will just post these uh, verses. But actually these verses are for those who are called by God. You are trusting, we are trusting the Lord that He chose us. We are trusting the Lord that He called us. And we are trusting the Lord that He consecrated us. And because He consecrated us, He will equip us and empower us. And of course, He will commission He called you. You are chosen. You are consecrated. And because of that, because God called you, you are equipped, you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. And because you are equipped and empowered by the Holy Spirit, course you will not just sit in your wonderful and soft uh, bed lay, uh, uh, laying all day and just you know, thinking what to do next but he commissioned you to share the gospel to share the good news to be his lips and to be his feet here on earth You know the joy you had when you uh, when you saw your your first child. I don't have that kind of experience, but the joy when you you you, you saw in a the what's that? Uh, I forgot the word. Uh, it's not X-ray, but the one the ultrasound. Yeah, and and you you heard that the. the the beat of the heart, the joy and the experience, I'm sure it's very different. But you, if you have, if you shared the gospel, the wonderful news of salvation, and you see that person received the Lord Jesus Christ from being a murderer, from being a rapist, from being a liar, from being a thief, and he turned 180 degrees, trusting the Lord. You have the wonderful joy. It's not, it's not momentarily, but it's forever, for eternity. I heard a testimony. He used to, he used to uh, steal and rob people. In the Philippines, we have that uh, highway robbery. 
and that's his life but and then he became uh, the most wanted in the Philippines in North Luzon and he said that he was in a cave and he was about to what is that to pack is that right to smoke marijuana and he don't have the the wrapper for that and then he remembered someone gave him the bible the new testament the gideon the blue one and then he used that and then he noticed that there there are letters you know and then he smoked the marijuana and then and then he got bored and then he he started reading that that bible and he read the book of john and then after that time he repented in that case god showed himself to him in that case and you know what he turned himself to the police and he he was put to jail and after that he was released because of of good uh, uh, behavior and he started planting uh, crops and from rugs he became from rugs to riches he's one of the richest in the Philippines uh, in the in North Luzon right now and and he, he 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 still reads the Bible in every day and then it says there that he needs to give the tenth of his uh, harvest so he's not affiliated to uh, uh, to any church and then he don't know where to give so he gave to Iglesia de Cristo he gave to every uh, churches and then someone talked to him a pastor and then he became part of that church and his and his vision is that he'll buy a land and I was in that uh, uh, I was in his property one time and he's so vast and so beautiful and you know what what he did he used that land to be a, to be uh, a place for prayer you know God can use you to share the gospel by just by giving the Bible, by just, you know, by modeling your life. God can use you. Number two, what was the number one? Trust the Lord. Number two, organize yourself, your system. Or in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. The Lord is knocking at your door. He says, If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. But in our world today, there are a lot of voices knocking on our heart. First, 
in order for us to organize our system, order your person or yourself? No. Or know the voices that we hear every day in our life. We hear a lot of philosophies in our lives. I, I'm sure you have one. They say that if you follow these philosophies, you will have success and a happy life. And people are paying great amount of money for counseling, right? And don't get me wrong, worldly counseling is different from Christian counseling. And I'm, I, I think they are free, the Christian counseling, I don't know. But, or the biblical counseling, they are free. Or you, you're, you're just giving them a donation or something. These are, uh, these are the philosophies of the world that the world follows. First is possession satisfied. Provide yourself. Work hard, work every day. You know, we have that in the Philippines now. It's okay to, to be an absentee father. It's okay to be an absentee parent. Just work hard. Go to, go to other countries. Provide for yourself. Uh, yourself. Possession, satisfaction. Satisfaction is what they want. They want material things. Life is a ball. We don't know. Know what will happen. Enjoy yourself. That's one of the philosophies in, in, in this world. Just enjoy yourself. You, know? you can do anything you want. Just enjoy yourself. You can do that. You can... You know, uh, my, 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 my patient told me that one of the, one of the pastors in, in LA says that if if I will win in this uh, gambling, I will marry you. They've been, oh, they've been together for 16 years and they're not married and he's a pastor. And he's putting their, you know, the promise that he has to his, uh, to his uh, what you call that, lived-in partner to that gambling. If I win, I will marry you. And you know, guess what? He won that uh, that uh, that time, and guess what he did? He didn't marry his uh, long-time living partner. Wow. Third is humanity is glorious. Exalt yourself. That's why, you know, I I was I was I was I I asked my wife, why is it that the the people or the ladies that are modeling this kind of brand of shirt or the pants are so skinny. And the, the accepted uh, shape of the body is those who are like models, you know. They're like anorexic. You know, if I if I knew someone is modeling and his his body is like that, I will ask him, "Are you eating or something? You know, you're starving yourself." 
the, and this one of the, philo the fourth philosophy of life is that the game is fixed. No matter what you do, it will just you know, happen. Just resign yourself. Possession, satisfaction, life is a ball, humanity is glorious, the game is fixed. How can we beat this kind of philosophies? First, master your method. I've shared this to you. You can use the five P's. You know that? The five P's. The first P is purpose. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and they and have it abundantly. You can use this one. Just say, you know what, my friend? You know the five P's? You have a problem. It was uh, supposed to be the, the first P is the problem. You have a problem that for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's your problem. We all have sin. And the purpose of God, of the Lord Jesus Christ, why, why He came here on earth, is to give eternal life. That's the purpose. And the punishment of our problem is therefore just as sin came to the world through the one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sin. That is the punishment of our problem in Romans 5 verse 12. And in Revelation chapter 21 verse 8, but as for the cowardly and faithless and detestable, as for murderers, and sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars. There's a lot of ours. Their portions will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. That is the punishment of that problem. And the provision of the Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father. Father, Exact through me. He's the provision. Profession or the profession because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified and with, with the mouth one confesses and is saved. You can use this uh, this method to share the gospel, the five piece, and you can use the, the one verse just by using Romans 6.23 for the wages of sin is death. You can use that to share the gospel to your friends or to your neighbors. Not only we should master our method, but also rekindle our passion in second timothy chapter 1 verse 6 for this reason i remind you to find into flame the gift of god which is in you through the laying on of my hands this gift we have is from the lord if we're not going to use it we are going to be accountable for that rekindle your passion Remember that day when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ? 
you were so excited and you want to share the gospel and after how many months or years you'll just your the fire will just die and it's still sparkling you know just put gas or or oil god's word for that flame and it will it will be rekindled again and not only we must rekindle our passion we also pri- uh, prioritize god's kingdom in all we do we know this uh, verse in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 and he will give you all you need from day to day if you live for him and make the kingdom of god your primary concern i'm not asking you to to resign in your work because i cannot feed you you hold me uh, responsible for that but you know what the lord is saying here is whatever you do put god's first i always remind myself that the people i work with or my boss is not my boss in the work he's she's my boss in the workplace but there is someone greater than all the bosses in the world and i am working to please my true boss not only we need to prioritize god's kingdom we should also persist to reach for souls in galatians chapter 6 verse 9 it says and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up just don't give up if you keep uh listen You know the story that I told you the first time I preached my friends I've been praying for them and then after, for so many years I was about to give up praying for them and then one day my friend she emailed me or no she private messaged me PM me in in FB and said she she is a Christian in she's a christian now and she accepted the lord jesus christ when she was in london and i praised god for that and i told her you know what i've been praying for you guys and in james chapter 1 verse 12 blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life which god has promised to those who love him just remain steadfast just keep even though they will just they will uh mock you they will tell lies about your faith just don't worry remain steadfast because you have god as your backer 
in order for us to be the top witness of Christ, first, we need to trust the Lord. Second, is we need to organize our system. Know the system of the world and attack the system from that point. You have to know. You'll not go to, to a battle, you know, uh, if you're a soldier, you'll not go to a war not planning first, right? You have to plan. You have to organize everything. And you have to, to, to train yourself in the gospel. You have, if you need to, to, to read the Bible, read the Bible. Because the Bible is full of, full of uh, weapons to, to be used in, in, in this system that we have. And, of course, if you want to be <coughs> the top witnesses of God, we must persist to reach for souls. If I'm going to ask you, you don't have to answer me, how long you've been a Christian and how many souls or spiritual children do you have? Do you think you have put a smile to God's face? I've been a, a Christian for for almost uh, what's that? 96. That's why I'm not good in math. 96. <laughs> And uh, I have, I only understood this, this message of God a few years ago. And I asked God for forgiveness because I have kept, I've became, uh, I'm not a good steward of the gospel of God. I've been a Christian. I've, I've, I, I go to church. I read the Bible, but I'm I, I'm a pastor. I preach I preach the gospel every Sunday, uh, some of Sundays in, in in the Philippines. And and you know what? I thought preaching the gospel is is you know the only the only ministry I have as a pastor. I never go out and I never share the gospel to to the people because I'm preaching the word of God. And if they want to hear the gospel, they need to, to attend our church. That, that's my mentality. And the Lord just cornered me that I am not doing His will as, his, as one of His child. And you'll just know that, Lord, I've been a, a disobedient kid to you. And I'm not doing I'm not doing what you want me to. I'm not living a life where 
I give uh, where, where life where, where I can glorify you I'm not producing fruit now the question is how many fruits spiritual children do you have do you see this empty vacant chairs every time I, I, I see this empty vacant or, or, or vacant chairs I feel pain in my heart that people out there walking not knowing the Lord Jesus Christ and dying without us sharing the gospel to them my prayer is that as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ your discipleship did not stop there when you became a disciple of God you became also a discipler as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ you have to disciple disciple people we need to be excellent in share, sharing Jesus Christ in our in our work in our family and in everywhere we are don't be like the hypocrite priest describes the the law makers of the bible you know they are different in the church in the temple they are very holy but when they come out on that church they become someone else don't be like that don't be like christian who who conforms in this world the bible says that whoever listens to the voice of the lord jesus christ is his children if you're not listening you're not doing what the will of god is then you are not maybe you are not his children i'm i'm not the one who wrote the bible it was jesus who's speaking here remember Always remember these, these words. I want to be a top witness of Christ. If you are working, always remember this. I want to be a top witness of Christ in my work. In my school, in my life, in my private life. Where everyone, where no one can see me. I want to be a top witness of Christ when I am googling or searching the internet when i am using my laptop when i am speaking to people i want to be a top witness of christ when i'm dealing business with the people with, with people around me and i want to be a top witness of christ as a student i want to be a top witness of christ as a nurse though your patient will just shout at you and then you know your doc the doctors will just 
give orders that out of out of the world or something like that or sometimes doctors will, will just shout be I, I want to be a top witness of Christ as a Christian as a pastor as a deacon as a council member as a leader of UGCF My prayer is this, that GGCF will be a GPS of this place. You know GPS? It's not global positioning system. GGCF, uh, GPS means that when God said, when God will ask, whom shall I send? GGCF will go. And when people are coming here, they will see GGCF praying for God. And that GGCF will send more missionaries. Will be ascending church, not just a, a clubhouse church. But we will send more missionaries. At Lillian, I was so, I, I praised God for, for how the Lord is talking to her and you know, putting into her heart the mission. I praise God for that. Okay? In order for us to be a top witness, we have to trust God, order our system, and persist on reading. So, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, your God, that today we are just worshiping you. Father God, sharing your word, sharing the good news, oh God, is part of worship. Worship is not just singing. Worship is not just <clears throat> doing the church work or the church ministries, Father God. Worship is where we share your gospel to the people who don't know you, God. Father God, we want to be a top witness or witnesses of you. We've been a Christian for so many years, oh God. We have probably started this church. But if we're going to, to look back, how many people are following you because of our lives? Probably we don't see anyone, oh God. And it's a shame as a Christian, Father God. You called us, Father, in a great commission. When you said, go ye therefore, and teach and preach and baptize, Father God. And we are a true <coughs> follower of Christ if we follow you and do what you want us to do, Father God. Your will, 
and your will is to love you and to love our neighbors, oh God. Are we loving our neighbors? No, probably not, oh God. Because there's a lot, there are a lot of chairs, empty chairs, oh God, in GGCF. Father God, forgive us. We are not doing our best for you. Forgive us, oh God, that we are not sharing because we don't know how to share. We are afraid that the one that we are sharing the gospel is more knowledgeable than us, oh God, in the Bible. (coughs) Father God, we have you as our backer. We have you, oh God. We have the Holy Spirit. We have to stand, oh God. We have to live. We have to shine, oh God. We have to rekindle that light so that we will be seen, oh God. So that you, oh God, will be seen in our lives, oh God. We are the beacon of light here in, in Raleigh, Father God. Father, we just entrust you everything, oh God. Forgive us, Father. Rekindle our passion to share, to reach out for more souls, oh God. Not because we want to be a bigger church, but because we want to, to, to give more souls to you, Father God. That is your calling to us, Father God. To share the gospel. The Bible, Father God, this is your love story for us. And my prayer, our prayer, oh God, that we will always read your your love story for us, oh God. And I shared, Father God, in one of our patients, that the Bible is the basic instruction before leaving earth. Father God, May we read the Bible and share the good news of, of the Bible with God. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for that wonderful salvation that you have given us. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that, for that eternal life that we have received, O oh God. We know that if we die today, we are going to heaven. We know that, O oh God. We believe that. And Father God, may we also share that belief of we may we must of God share that thing. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's all arise. Through this song, let's offer our life to God.